How can you differentiate your product from others on the market, especially a crowded market, to make a lasting impression? Welcome to Tell Me Something Good About Retail, the podcast of The Retail Doctor. I'm your host, Bob Phibbs. On this episode, I'm talking to two brothers, Joe and John Gaither, of Features. That's with two E's. It's a premium sports sock started by their father and that the family has grown to be the number one running sock in America. Let's get going. So uh, who are you guys and what do you have to do with retail? So I'll go first. I'm, I'm John Gaither. Uh, we, we work with, for Features. It's a family owned and operated business that our father started back in 2002. And uh, Features is a performance sock brand. We, we make products for runners and other athletes and also for casual everyday use. And uh, my, when my dad started the business, we focused on building relationships with specialty retailers, specialty running stores, and specialty footwear and sporting goods stores, and, uh, and, and built our business completely sort of with this wholesale, traditional wholesale business model. Um, obviously today we, we started to expand in some other channels, but we've got, a, we, we, we sell in over probably 5,000 retailers worldwide. So we've got a tremendous diverse group of retailers that we deal with. So you remind me, when did your brand start? 2002. Our, our father, That's I think 2002. So he just wakes up one day and he says, you know what? I think I want to get into that uh, wonderful rich niche of uh, sports socks. I doubt that. So how did he see the opportunity for this? Um, because, yeah, running has certainly been popular and certainly is. But there's a lot of competition out there from a lot of different types of socks. So what was the inspiration? And then how does features fit into that? So what was the inspiration for your dad to start the business? It's a, it's a niche of a niche in sports uh, apparel. And ultimately, there's probably a lot of manufacturers out there. So tell us a little history about the brand. Sure, absolutely. So he had previously worked in a manufacturing uh, business, also a family business um, that was started by our great-grandfather, I believe, uh, going back to 1912. And that business ended was making products for other brands. They were doing private label programs for some of the bigger brands, um, ladies hosiery and, and sports socks as well. Um, and that all ended around this time in, in early to around 2000. And, and he had to start over and sought out um, the idea to create a brand himself. So instead of making products for other people, you know, creating a brand based on performance and at the very premium end of the sock category, using some of his knowledge of the of socks and, and manufacturing, but also his relationships with some independent reps in the U.S. and even some retailers. And so he launched the idea for features and sought out manufacturing partner. Um, didn't want to be a manufacturer himself and wanted to focus on the sales and marketing side of things, the things that he enjoyed from his previous business. And so, um, essentially launched with that simple idea. Nice. And so, uh, so Joe, you're the marketing guy, right? That's correct. Yes. And John, you're the product guy, right? That's right. So I imagine you guys are both runners. And so you experiment this on yourselves or. A absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we are sort of the ultimate test subjects. Uh, we both run our, our father ran for a long time. He, he walks today. And we've got a, a group of employees who, who in large part run. And so 
sort of we're, we're the, the first test subjects for all the products that we make. And obviously we know if, if, if the products aren't working for us, then, then they're not going to work for customers. And so, so yeah, we, we're the first to, to vet everything we take to market. But, and that's also one of the great things about our retail partnerships is that the run specialty retailers, those guys are experts, you know, they know, and they live running more than anybody. And they're also a very great test subject for us. And, and feedback from them keeps us, you know, really in touch with our products and how they're being used. So how do you get the feedback from them? Do you go and visit your independent retailers? Is it, do you just send out a survey once a year and say, what do you think of our stuff or how's that work? We, we're in the market very frequently. We probably more than most brands are, are touching um, base with these guys face to face. And we have, uh, we have a sales team. Obviously our dad actually leads the sales at the highest level and he's out in the market constantly. He's on a trip right now to visit a retailer and so we're, we're seeing these guys and we're talking to them on a daily basis, getting feedback. So your dad's still a salesman. He is the ultimate he, salesman. Yes. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's it. Well, it's, you know, that's the key. I think that, uh, you know, omnichannel is everywhere. And I think for a manufacturer to be successful today, you still have to execute being brilliant on the basics, don't you? I mean, it still does come down to a relationship. It still comes down to if we're going to come to market, it's got to be better than the other guys. And somehow that's going to be based on your uh, insights, but also it's, it's kind of a partnership, isn't it? So can you give me a time when um, something you heard from one of your clients actually made a difference? Can you give us something like that? Yeah, well, I'll go back to, uh, to sort of the early days. You know, we, we launched with a, a SOC. It was more traditional SOC, had some, had some unique features and benefits and, and helped us to launch the brand uh, but, but we had, uh, some of our really good retailers, uh, said, Hey, you know, you, the products you guys are great, but we, we think there's an opportunity for an even more premium sock that has, has maybe some, some increased features and benefits. And we took that to heart and, uh, and worked with our manufacturing partners to, to come up with what today. So, I just have to take a minute. So, I mean, what does that mean? I mean, we came up with, what did the, they didn't just say we need something with more features and benefits, right? So what was it? It had to be lighter. It had to be stronger. It had to make dinner for you. What? Yeah. So, so for us, you know, the foundation of our brand is fit. And so again, we've used Lycra to help contour to the foot, but they really said, Hey, we think it could be an even more customized fit and specifically talked about uh, left, right socks, socks for, for your, for the, their design for, for both the left and right foot. And so we'd seen some products from a few other brands out in the market, but we, we felt like they were sort of more smoke and mirrors, didn't really deliver real benefits to the consumer. But, consumer, but we focus on this idea of, of, a, of a true left and right custom-like fit. And, and with the help of our manufacturing partner, developed some new technology where we uh, created this unique construction that, that provides targeted compression and the instep of both the left and right foot. And today that product category makes up over 65% of our total business. We'll explore more in just a bit, but first a quick word about Field Agent, our sponsor this season. Field Agent is an on-demand platform that furnishes businesses with in-store information, shopper insights, and services to drive product sales all through the Field Agent mobile app 
featuring a panel of over one and a half million shoppers. In a matter of hours, you can get photos and data from stores everywhere. If you need in-store visibility and you need it fast, Field Agent is the solution for you. Visit www.fieldagent.net slash retail doctor for exclusive content. Now let's get back to it. See, and I'm, I'm not a runner. I used to be in, in uh, high school and doing hurdles and things like that, but um, I'm just not a professional runner. So I don't even know that that was even possible. I'm an old shoe dog. I may, may put myself through college selling shoes. So you always knew that the left and the right never were matched. And it was always a, uh, a trade-off, wasn't it? You're like, we'll, well, I'll really try to get the right well. And then the left, well, you know, sorry, you'll have to figure it out. We'll try to stretch it out or or something. So the performance athlete, though, notices that difference. And then um, you're not selling your socks three for one or something uh, right. on a on a basis. You're selling, um, well, what, do, what are your attributes you would describe your socks over somebody else's? Yeah. So as John mentioned, custom-like fit. So we're using what we call targeted compression, which is zone-specific compression in the arch of the foot, which provides unsurpassed fit and support so you feel that when you our product when you slip it on you feel the way that it hugs your feet that's the term that most people use to describe the way our socks fit um, one of the key product qualities that early on was a, was a differentiator is that, that our socks were, were seamless so traditionally socks are knitted on machines and finished with a bulky stitching at the end um, at the toe closure and our dad realized that he wanted to make a truly performance sock. It needed to be seamless so that you didn't have that irritation across the top of your foot when you're running or working out or playing sports, doing whatever. And so that product characteristic was really important, um, along with obviously moisture wicking and using various performance fibers that wick moisture, unlike cotton, which, which absorbs moisture and sits on your foot and can make, cause the sock to lose shape and cause bunching and irritation these socks wick moisture like performance apparel that, that people are, are wearing now working you know, out. The thing that always gets me is the number of missed sales for socks. Right. Oh, that, that must drive you nuts. Cause uh, yeah. we you buy a new pair of shoes, two or three pairs of new socks should be like a given, right. but people are like, Oh no, that would be pushy. And yet you don't really get the benefit of, you know, these are elite people. They're not buying, again, they're not buying two for one pair of right. shoes that pay less that they could get for under 50 bucks. So what, how do you get to that associate level to drive sales? Cause to me, that's the key, right? It's the owner sees it, they get it. They made the commitment. They made the buy. They met you at a show. They met your dad. Right. So how do you drive that down to the associate level? Absolutely. It's a great point. And we believe wholeheartedly in that idea that socks are a really important category for retailers. And there's a, there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of missed sales right now. So we're constantly educating them. Number one, identifying the opportunity that you just mentioned, helping to point out that there should be multiple sock sales per every shoe transaction. And we actually use this sock to shoe ratio and try to get our retailers to track that and be aware of where they stand with that ratio and make them aware of the opportunity of improving that because what you do is you grow your business, but you're improving the customer experience, which is in bright. So we believe strongly that staff education is critical to retail, our retail business. And we've, we identified early on that uh, communicating to staff about the importance of socks and the, the value of that and the customer experience 
and educating them about our products was going to be critical to our success. And so we created programs to incentivize staff to educate themselves. We have our reps constantly out in the marketplace, disseminating training materials, hosting clinics, giving socks away. I mean, experiencing the product is the first level of education. And, and that's been a huge part of our brand and our marketing was constantly getting product on people's feet. And, and yeah, just to add to that, you know, we, we created this program a couple years ago called Step Up Your Sock Game. And the whole idea was that we were trying to help educate retailers and their staff associates about the importance of socks, about the opportunity uh, and trying to help them do a better job of presenting socks to the customer and ultimately selling socks to the customer. And the focus of it was, it was ultimately a, a contest and the focus of it was, was on driving total sock sales. So it wasn't even just about driving feature sock sales, but it was, it was lifting the whole category up. And ultimately we know if, if they're selling more socks, they're going to sell more feature socks. But uh, the point is, is we're, we know that it starts with the staff associate and, it's one of those things that we're, we continue to focus on is finding ways to, to engage them and help, help educate them to help them do a better job of selling socks. And you mentioned this idea of being pushy, and this is important. And that's one of the uh, things that we're constantly trying to educate associates about is that if they're not selling the customer on the benefits of performance socks or high-quality premium socks, they're doing them a disservice because the purchase of a high quality premium shoe is often mitigated by low quality socks. And so it's, it's actually a disservice to not at least take the time to have the conversation. And, and we say it's really important in that process to actually get the customers to try the product. And, and we, we spend a lot of money actually getting socks to retailers for that purpose, just as try-ons in the fitting process. Well, that's always the key. If, if you can show the difference, it's, it's, you know, you talked about you have a sock to shoe ratio uh, goal, and I think that's a great idea. I think so many times people assume, well, they already have socks. They don't need socks. Uh, what's an average pair of your socks run? I mean, just in general at retail, what, what are we talking? So, yeah, our, our, our best-selling style, our elite styles are $16 at retail. Yeah, so you're up there with Smart Wool and some of the other ones that people would be used to. You know, one of the challenges, I used to sell cowboy boots. And uh, so you'd see a guy come in in a pair of Ferragamo slip-ons, you know, right? And then they'd say, oh, I just need a cheap pair of boots because I'm just going somewhere. And it's like, dude, if your feet are used to this, they're not going to be used to a cheap pair of boots. It's going to be worse and they end up getting that. But we'd always say it always starts with a sock because we don't have all that padding all the way around it. If the heel's a little worn at one place or to your point, if it has the seam at the end, ultimately they're not going to make the purchase. Right. And God forbid, I used to take try-on socks. I'd have to wash them and it feels like, oh, how often do you wash them? You say, oh, we wash them every day and it might be like once a month. Okay. But we had to instruct employees like, if you're going to make this purchase anyway, you right. might as well start with the sock and not make that as an add-on, but you just make it as, let me explain how we work here. Exactly. I'm, I'm helping you sell your socks here today. Uh, <laughs> let me explain how we work here today. The first thing you want to start with is a performance sock because you're looking at an elite performance tool for your for your running. It all starts with the, the fit really starts with the sock. So these yeah. run about 16 bucks. Whether you buy them from us or not, uh, the shoes from us, you should at least have a pair of these in your arsenal. Does that sound good? It does. Good. You've already got a yes. You've started the conversation with, a yes. Right. So now it makes that much easier for you to sell the actual shoe underneath it. But you've got to change the dialogue, foot retailers, uh, not foot retailers, not selling feet, uh, shoe retailers. 
about understanding that if you start that way, then you're really making that employee understand the first hurdle is get the new sock on their feet and then everything else becomes easier, right? We couldn't agree more. That's exactly how we feel about the process and, and that's how we instruct our retail partners. Cool. So how do you, um, how do you market to uh, independent retailers? Because I know you had Dick's and Dick's would certainly be an easier sale. You sell one to the many, but you're dealing with a, a niche of a niche. So how do you end up getting a retailer to understand what makes you different? Yeah, well, I guess, first of all, I'll just say that we, in the beginning, my dad hired a, a group of independent sales reps spread out throughout the country to be able to go out. Uh, the, those guys and, and, and women had relationships with the local retailers, and so they were able to go out and pitch our products, and, and obviously, he would go out and help support their efforts. Uh, you know, and, and to Joe's point, it's it, our number one selling tool has always been the product. So you go out and you tell them what makes us different, why we're, why our products are unique, and you talk about the features and benefits. But ultimately, on every visit, whether it was it was my dad or it was one of us or it was a sales rep, we're always leaving product behind. You know, and it's kind of like even if you don't believe what we're telling you, wear this product. And then we'll check back with you in a couple of weeks to see what you thought about it. Because in our experience, you know, 90, 99% of the time, the, that person is going to have a really great experience with the product. Uh, you still are faced with the challenge of every retailer is going to tell you they don't need another sock brand, right? They've already got three or four sock brands. They, they think they've sort of got it covered. And so, um, so, so even, even with that, it's still a challenge, but we found that with persistence and uh, eventually with the strength of the product, we're able to, to get an opportunity with these guys. Yeah, ultimately, you're, you're adding a category, right? You're adding a luxury performance, uh, personalized, customized product to a mix that you probably have been more mass market, sounds like. We, we said that uh, ultimately we're telling retailers that our hope is that by bringing in features, we're going to help you lift your total sock sales, lift the category up, as opposed to just trading sales from one brand to another. We know that ultimately the retailer wants to feel like they're going to make their sock business as a whole stronger by, by bringing a new brand in. Well, that's a great point too. I mean, because they could buy your brand and, and something else too. It doesn't have to be an either or, right? Exactly. And, it, you know, that's been an important part of our business model all along has been this partnership, this idea of partnership and, and helping retailers grow our, their business. And, you know, that resonates throughout our whole company. Customer service has always been a huge part of who we are. And we go above and beyond to support retailers, to provide them with the tools that they need to provide them an easy customer experience to make their job easier. I mean, that's always been an objective of ours. And um, so s selling retailers on this idea that we're in it for the long haul, that we're there to support the brand, not just to sell them a product and turn around and go to another retailer and forget about them. You know, we're, we're, we're back in the store um, at the ground grassroots level, supporting the brand and supporting their business. Great. So do you guys have a story that you can tell me something about either somebody's used it or, or way something came up? One of the things that comes to mind is Colin Petty and like Boston um, Marathon Sports, how long it took us to get in there. And now we're number one. And 
Right. Well, well, and the other thing is if we're just talking about our commitment to customer service is... Tom Petty's one of my... I spoke to his group at Marathon a couple of years ago. He's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's one of our great, great retail partners. Um, the thing I was going to say is that, you know, in terms of our customer service and our importance on taking care of the customer, you know, we, we, we have a lifetime guarantee that we put on all of our products we get these sometimes often crazy uh, consumer returns or consumers that they, you know, they've sent us product back and it's clear that sort of, you know, it's, they've washed it and they've used bleach and they've totally destroyed the product. And yet we say ultimately, Hey, you bought our product. You're saying it didn't leave, live up to your expectations. We're going to replace it for you. No questions asked. And we do that time and again, in part because, you know, we, we know how hard it is to, to win over a new customer. And so once we do that, the last thing we want to do is walk a customer away to another brand because somehow they weren't totally satisfied with our products. And so even when we get these returns, which, which happens, you know, not, not totally infrequently, where it's just some sort of a crazy thing where the product didn't really fail, but they say they weren't satisfied, you know, we go above, above and beyond to replace those socks and leave that consumer happy. So is there a time when things weren't going well that you remember that you can tell us about? Yeah, absolutely. We've got a few stories like that. One, one in particular I think of was when I first started in the business, I, I was out on the road visiting customers, um, making sales calls and, and, and educating consumers and, and associates about our products. And um, I was in Arizona at a, at a running store and I walked in real excited to make a sales call to talk to a customer that was actually carrying our products and uh, just doing a little bit of business with us at the time, not, not a lot. And um, I walked in, announced myself as a features representative and wanted to talk to them about their, their business with us. And um, their, I could tell their, their, their reaction wasn't a good one and immediately um, they, they, they announced to someone in the back room that I was the features representative and uh, a guy comes walking out and uh, get, continues to tell me about a really bad experience he had in our product during a race event. He was running um, in a triathlon and I think it was maybe even an Ironman where he's running a full marathon and our socks, he, he had a bad experience where he got a terrible blister actually on his foot. And, you know, one of our brand promises is that we prevent blisters. Obviously, we can't 100%, 100% guarantee that every time because there's this, you know, unique combination of the foot, the shoe, and the sock all together that can sometimes cause irritation. But he just laid into me about our product performance and how terrible his experience was. And, you know, I sat there sort of taking it for sh and, and stood strong and continued to tell him that that was a unique experience that, you know, we were very confident in our product technology and the performance of our products and that we that that didn't happen often and that I was really apologetic. I mean, 100 percent that should not happen. And we were very sorry for it. I mean, I offered to go above and beyond and refund his race fee and help him uh, to feel better about why, you know, the, the fact that that happened and, and continue to tell him that we believe strongly in our products and that he shouldn't lose confidence in our brand and our products.
because of that singular event. And that shouldn't have happened. And uh, we, he, but he shouldn't lose confidence in our products and our brand. And, and I, and I believe strongly that, you know, if he continued to uh, give us a chance that we would perform differently and, and that he should, you know, give us another chance. And he respected the fact that I stood strong, that I believe so passionately in our products and that I was able to convey to him that that was a, a unique, bad experience. And, and they, we went, we went on to grow our business together and he, he's a good customer of ours today. Boy, you love stories like that. That's great. So, um, well, we're getting to the end of our time together. So, um, uh, tell me something good about retail. That could either be Joe or John. What's something good about retail? Working with retailers. Yeah, well, like I said earlier, retailers giving us feedback about our products is critical to our business. I mean, we're constantly making, uh, evolving our products based on retail feedback. But really, the greatest thing is that retailers are brand builders. I mean, they're they're the guys talking to consumers every day. They've got traffic in their store. They've got a local community. I mean, we've we've connected with so many great people in these communities through these retailers, and they have built our brand for us a hundred percent. I mean, we owe our brand strength to retail partnerships and we continue to want to work with retailers at the at store level, at the grassroots local community level, because they have such strong ties to their communities and such loyal customer following and, and they're experts at what they do. Perfect. So how can they find out more about you guys and your wonderful uh, active socks? Absolutely. We'll visit features.com. And, and by the way, it's not spelled the way you think it is. That's correct. It's F E E T U R E S features. Um, I actually came up with the name myself. I'll take a little credit there, but they, I was 15 at the time too, but also visit your local retailer and, um, and, and if they're not carrying features, encourage them to do so. But hopefully, hopefully you'll see a, a big wall of feature socks in there. Perfect. Well, thanks guys for your time today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you so much. One thing I really appreciate from Joe and John was how at an early stage, they realized they had to differentiate their products by showing the features versus telling customers the facts of their socks. You know, we're almost through this season of the podcast and I'd appreciate you stopping and giving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Join me next week for this season's final episode where I speak with Paco Underhill. That's right, the Paco Underhill and author of Why We Buy the Science of Shopping. We'll talk about a host of topics, including how consumers being left or right-hand dominant can affect your retail sales. You won't want to miss it. I'm Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doctor. Thanks again for listening. Tell Me Something Good About Retail is the podcast of The Retail Doctor. Visit RetailDoc.com to learn what makes Bob Fibbs the authority on brick-and-mortar retail across the world, who works with some of the biggest brands all the way down to the smallest mom and pops. As a listener of the Tell Me Something Good About Retail podcast, you can receive free information and guides when you visit RetailDoc.com and sign up for our exclusive weekly newsletter. For more information, to access the complete archives of past retail goodness, and to see about Bob speaking to your audience, please visit RetailDoc.com.